So the Toronto District School Board is switching PA days around in April so kids don't have to go to class, don't have to go to school, don't have to leave the house, perhaps, for an upcoming solar eclipse. Is this the right decision? I remember back when I was a kid, we were at school on a solar eclipse day and we did some science projects related to it. Greg Brady saying... In advance of that, previously to Solar Eclipse, he remembers it as well. You probably have your school eclipse stories. Is this the right call? And also, first, what is this eclipse? What is it going to be like? To help us wade through all of this, we're joined now by Professor Elena Hyde from York University Physics and Astronomy Department. She's the director of the Allen I. Carswell Observatory. Professor Hyde, good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, To start with, please tell us about this solar eclipse. What's it going to be like? What is it? Absolutely. So it's April 8th. We are getting a little bit of a treat in Ontario because there are various kinds of eclipses and actually various kinds of solar eclipses. The most unusual to encounter is a total solar eclipse. And it's unusual because only a very, very small area of Earth will be able to see it. And even here in Ontario, only certain regions will actually be able to get the total solar eclipse, and other places will be stuck with a partial solar eclipse. Um, So a solar eclipse, generally speaking, this is when the moon moves in front of the sun and blocks part or all of its light. If all the light is blocked, then you get the total solar eclipse. You might have seen some pictures of that Um, on social media or in maybe science articles. This is the really spectacular one. This is the one where the skies get dark, the the sun sort of gets blocked completely, becomes black with a a beautiful white halo, which is the corona finally showing up after the sunlight is blocked. And that spectacular view is only going to happen for a very few regions around Ontario. And so one of the challenging things with this eclipse is if you are interested in enjoying it, um, how can we tell people to uh, to have fun in areas of the partial as well as the total eclipse? So uh, there are some different techniques we can definitely use for that. Okay, and I, I want to hear about those in a moment. And, and Professor, do, do we know with certainty how this is going to play out? Like we're saying, okay, they're concerned at the school board. Will it definitely be experienced by people in Toronto or, or you got to wait until the moment to know? No, no, no. Uh, we, we do know that if you're in Toronto, actually you will not, absolutely not see any total uh, solar eclipse. So you actually probably will not notice anything unless you have special viewing assistance. Um, we like to talk about pinhole cameras or particular uh, safe eclipse glasses, which um, are, there's a list of recommended vendors from the American Astronomical Society, so we can we can talk about that as well. Right. Um, but we definitely do not want people looking at the sun because looking directly at the sun on any time, uh, any time of the day, can damage your eyes and even cause blindness. Sp- but is the eclipse scenario such that looking at the sun then um, has an even greater chance of causing blindness, or is it just because we're all going to be looking at it and we don't normally just stare right at the sun. So we're extra cautious for yeah, that reason. It's, 
Well, usually, generally, the sun is extremely bright, and it is always dangerous to look at it. It it is not more dangerous during an eclipse. It's just more tempting. Um, So what we need to do is give people safe ways to to view um, the eclipse without looking directly at the sun. And that can be using special glasses or using pinhole cameras. Even a kitchen pasta strainer will allow you to actually project an image of the sun on the ground to safe to look at. Hmm. Um, that's called a pinhole camera. So there are some fun techniques. And you mentioned before with, with schools, it is a bit of a missed opportunity to do an educational event um, that would allow them to view it safely. We're joined now by Professor Elena Hyde from the Physics and Astronomy Department at York University and Director of the Allen I. Carswell Observatory. So, uh, Professor Hyde, do you think it's a, a bit of like a overreaction, like you appreciate the concerns, but we could have done this responsibly? I, I do vividly remember having one of those devices you talked about and doing something like back in the early 90s. Yeah, it's, it's actually quite easy to do. Um, there, You can just poke a little hole through a piece of paper. You can use, as I say, a pasta strainer. Um, so it is a bit of a, a missed opportunity um, to, to involve the schools in, in viewing projects. Um, that said, the important message is for everybody, if you, if you are getting the day off, perhaps this is a chance for, for families to do something, in which cases I hope that they know that there are lots of resources being made available by uh, astronomy organizations all over Ontario, including York University and the RASC and many, many others. Um, so I hope that people are able to take this chance to, to enjoy the event safely. Okay, interesting stuff there. Um, how frequently does this solar eclipse happen? Because I remember it a bit from my childhood, but but what what's the sort of time span on these things? Yeah, it is interesting. And as I say, it's a great opportunity for a little bit of education about how the solar system works because we have the moon going around the Earth and it can cast its shadow onto us. But it's such a small, little, tiny shadow, only a tiny piece of the Earth gets hit. And so if you follow this eclipse path, um, you see that only a little tiny region of the total surface is actually going to be able to, to experience it. And it's a great chance to kind of show kids how, how eclipses work and how the moon goes around the Earth and the Earth and the moon go around the sun. So it's, it's a fun dynamics little uh, game you can play. But also it is quite rare for a total solar eclipse. So you do get a chance for solar eclipses, you know, around 18 months or so. Um, And, uh, you know, the eclipses do occur somewhere on Earth. But for your individual location, it's actually very unusual. I have never in my entire life been this close to a total solar eclipse. So fingers crossed for the weather. Um, if you're in Ontario, you won't get another chance for over a hundred years. Okay, um, and that's total eclipse. So it it is pretty pretty darn special. Special indeed. Important stuff that we need to know. And I guess if the kids are home, hopefully they still get some educational opportunity surrounding it. Professor Hyde, thank you very much for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And just for anyone who is interested, please feel free to download uh, eclipse information and um, and pamphlets and flyers and all that stuff from either the Allen I. Carswell website or any of your local astronomy areas. Um, I hope I think it's a great, exciting event. 
All right, good to know. Dr. Elena Hyde, physics and astronomy professor at York University. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.